0: hello welcome to soberish See, this is the most prepared i've ever been to record a podcast so it's probably gonna suck podcast i'm gonna do season three are we in season three season four soon just so i can stop doing that intro not that anyone's forcing me to do it all right guys i think it's time to wake up right we've been in this nightmare long enough are you guys ready to wake the fuck up let's work on it I have developed here a 10-step system for waking up in the dream, and I will probably modify it moving forward, but this is what I got. This is the rough draft here. So there are a few things that you need to know up front. Number one, karma the thing that we talked about ending in 2019 is unconscious lesson learning. So the basic premise of karma is that your higher self, something you used to experience as something separate than you, was playing a game like an RPG, okay, role-playing game. That is when you're above the game and you can look down and see everything and pick things and then watch it play out. Your lower self, your ego, your avatar as I like to call it, is in the game, is in the dream, is experiencing everything in the physical reality. Those two things used to be pretty separate through most of the lives that you've ever lived and a lot of this life, most likely you experienced those things as separate, which means that your higher self would pick awful fucking things for you to experience for the sake of experience itself and learning lessons. And then your avatar would have to have the painful life experiences, learn the lessons, so on and so forth. As you started to wake up, you started to get a little bit hip to this, and then you would... Realize that if you just learn the lesson, you could get out of the experience. What changed at the end of 2019 for people who chose to graduate from karma, which is just a decision you make, okay? It's not a... Uh, value judgment. It's not a us versus them. We're better than them. There's a lot of people who listen to this podcast who book readings and stuff and say like, I don't know if I've made it to 5D. Like, It's just a decision. It's just what do you want to do? What do you want to play? Do you want to continue to get your life written for you by something that feels separate from you? Do you want to continue to get your ass handed to you? Or do you want to try to take control of this plane and fly it to wherever the fuck you want to fly it. That's it. It's really not that serious. At the end of 2019, we got off of the karma train and the imagery that I saw, not everyone, but probably if you're listening to this podcast, you chose to get off the karma train. And the imagery that I saw was these higher dimensional beings climbing into avatars, climbing into the physical reality now what's happening hold on I think I'm she's such a loud bitch that's my impression of the person who edits this podcast but that's me so um and then Mark fixes it after I fuck it up the imagery I saw was of the higher dimensional beings climbing inside of the body so this is what this looks like okay so your higher dimensional self your higher self is essentially the writer and the director of the movie of your life Your avatar, your physical body, your ego, your mind, your yappity-yappity mind is the actor in the movie. Okay, so the actor is experiencing um, reality in the third dimension, all right? What people have a tendency to do is take their third-dimensional experience, the input that you are getting through your third-dimensional senses, your eyes, your ears, and assume that that's what reality is. Oh, I'm a person who's homeless now. Oh, I'm going to be alone forever. Like today, like today's experience is just what your writer wrote yesterday. That's it. It, it is not an indicator of what the rest of your life is going to look like. Even if something has been happening to you for 30 years straight. and 30 years straight, someone walks up and hits you in the face with a frying pan. That does not have to mean that tomorrow someone is going to hit you in the face with a frying pan. That just means you need to get better at writing. Also, I'm going to talk about higher dimensional shit here. So um, this is not the place to listen. Um, How do I say this? I'll get into it. Your third dimensional experience, the experience of your avatar is valid. Your feelings about it are valid. This episode of the podcast is how how to transition out of your lower dimensional experience and get back behind the steering wheel and find your way back to the higher dimensions, so that you can write a different experience for yourself. Okay, so uh, this is not I am going to get into what spiritual bypassing and everything else is. But if you're deep in the trenches of the pain right now, this might be a little bit triggering for you. Because your third dimensional self is going to want to start screaming that maybe this is insensitive or whatever, that your third dimensional self, your avatar never wants to hear that there is your higher dimensional self has the ability to change the paradigm. Okay. Cause your avatar is in it, they're fucking in it and everything is so real and so raw and so painful when they're in it that there's an argument between the two. So we're going to get into all this, but I don't, I felt like someone got triggered right there. So so, what we're going to do in this episode is, I'm going to explain to you how to have the experience as your avatar, which is valid. This is what spiritual bypassing is, okay? Spiritual bypassing is when you try to exit the experience without having the experience because you don't want to deal with the pain or the reality or whatever. Okay. So then you try to, or a lot of times shame causes people to do it. It's like you have one fucking awakening, one of 3000 awakenings you're going to have in your life. And then you, you feel like you're spiritual now. So you should never have a negative feeling or a negative experience. I'm still too loud. What the fuck? Sorry about that. I'm definitely not editing that out. So spiritual bypassing, one of two things. When it's towards yourself, it's usually coming from a place of self-judgment. You know, you feel like you're too spiritual now to have these difficult times. That's why some of you don't catch why I do this. But there's a reason that I leave all of my insecure bullshit on the podcast. I'm trying to show you something. I'm trying to show you what it looks like to fully experience an experience. I, I purposefully... Leave it on the podcast when I get my ass handed to me. Let you hear me flailing through it. And then try to show you as I do the work to get out of it. I hope you guys catch that because it's really embarrassing. And I am fully tempted all the time to take this stuff out where you can hear my ego going nuts and you can hear my insecurity and stuff. But I'm trying to leave it in there to show you that like spirituality is not inherently constantly positive and higher dimensional. Anyway, the other thing that spiritual bypassing is, is something that we do to other people all the time. Someone is having their 3D experience, and uh, I'm super guilty of this, Um, and then we just like throw platitudes at them. You know, we just throw like everything happens for a reason and whatever, which they're all empty. When someone's in the 3D process... It's empty. The higher dimensional shit doesn't work. The person has to have the experience first. That's what we're here for. We're not monks. We're on this planet for a reason. We're on this planet to have third dimensional physical reality experiences. Now we all go through phases where we're so far in the higher dimensional download phase that like, you know, we forget to pay our electric bill or forward our mail, even though we moved out of LA last week. Um, But when someone is in the throws of their third dimensional experience this is what like holding space is this is a this is like a character defect of mine that I'm getting a lot better at but uh, it's hard for me not to just like solve everyone's problems or attempt to solve their problems when they have them in front of me and um, so spiritual bypassing is like trying to fit a third dimensional peg through a six dimensional hole it's just like you have to have the 3d experience first you just got dumped yesterday Uh, i'm not going to tell you that everything happens for a reason you're not there yet you're going to work through this process you're going to feel your feelings you're going to have the experience you're going to learn the lesson learning lessons also sounds like a value judgment like you know um learning lessons just means like filing experience. Okay. There's no one right lesson. A lot of times in your life, you're going to learn the lesson. And the next thing you know, you're going to learn the opposite lesson. Because by learning lessons, learning lessons implies you've done something wrong and now you've, you know, you've put your hand on the stove and you got your hand burned and now you've learned your lessons. That's not what it means. It just means like, oh, I'm the good guy. I'm going to take this good guy and uh, experience and file it away in the Akashic Records. Now I'm the bad guy in the exact same scenario. I'm going to do this. A lot of times you can order yourself lessons by saying I would never That's a great way to be the villain when you want to talk shit about the villain is I would never do that. I spent like three years, everything I said I would never do. I was like, oh, okay, there is a system in place here. Don't do that. Don't judge something. Judge not lest you be judged. That's what it means. Judge not lest you want to be the thing you're judging. You can, you're, you're capable of all of it. Believe me, you're capable of all of it. So spiritual bypassing, I, I've, I put these in as a 10 step process, And when you have an experience, it's important that the first six steps kind of happen in order and whatever. This is just like my system. This is not whatever. I had to like really map this out because I, it's changed a little bit outside of karma, but it also is kind of an unconscious thing that I had to try to map out what happens when I have a 3D experience that puts me to sleep. Okay. So essentially you're living in a reality that for your avatar is real. It's real as fuck okay but it's not actually real it's a dream it's a dream it's a video game whatever narrative you want to have figure out what kind of narrative how you want to experience reality and when you're in a good place spend a lot of time in that narrative thinking about that narrative coming up with ways to trigger yourself back into that narrative okay but imagine your higher self is in a room somewhere putting on a vr mask and then you wake up you're in the dream in the dream something happens okay a few things first Shame, guilt, and obligation. I'm afraid that some of you aren't getting this part. Shame, guilt, obligation, and judgment, judgment of yourself or others, are not virtues. They are not virtues in any situation, ever. They are not higher dimensional virtues. They're pretty 3D virtues, I guess. They make you feel like you have virtues and morals. They're not virtues. They're not morals, okay? They are attachment A lot of times they're just projection. That's it. Especially when they're pointed at other people. Oh, do you have judgment of someone else? That's about yourself, but you'll figure that out. But shame, guilt, and obligation towards yourself. These things are going to tether you to 3D nine times out of 10. Um, I'm trying to think of some areas where, uh, and and good things, good things, well-intended things, sour to guilt and obligation really easy. And you have to constantly Be changing that energy. So one, one area that I know a lot of you are experiencing is some of you are doing really well in the apocalypse. Okay. You're able to work from home. Maybe you did get fired, but it's given you the ability to start your own business. Um, some of you are financially okay. You got a spouse who can work, whatever. And you're all feeling really fucking guilty. That's worthless. It's worthless. Number one, this was the, uh, This was the masculine death that some of you just spent three years preparing for. This is not a value judgment, but for those of you that are doing okay right now, you can balance that energy for people who aren't doing okay by finding a way to volunteer your time or money, not out of guilt or obligation. Those are worthless. Those are worthless fucking things. They're just worthless. They're worthless feelings. They're worthless motivation. There's nothing. It's a gross energy exchange. But you can be aware of your privilege and then just use your privilege to help people. And it's a healthy energy exchange and it makes everyone feel better there's something gross about when someone's trying to help you because they feel guilty you know it's just what the fuck is this for you also don't need to feel guilty if you're doing okay if you're doing okay that doesn't mean you're better than people who aren't okay you're just having two different experiences you are literally part of the same god having two different experiences if you don't love what it feels like to be having a you know what is perceived as positive experience while someone is having what is perceived to be a negative experience you just balance that energy give your money away give your time away make some masks for people who need masks ask around you know the soberish community exists on like several different things some people are doing great some people aren't doing great get on the facebook group get on the patreon community tab that i can't figure out how to activate get on the discord and say hey I'm doing all right. Does anybody want my stimulus check? Hey, I'm doing all right. Is there anything I could do for any of you guys? And just balance the energy. Just give. But like you don't have to give from guilt or shame. You didn't do anything wrong. People who are not having a good time right now, whose things are going, you also didn't do anything wrong. Okay. This is an experience that we all chose to have. We all chose to have the experiences that we're having and there is no value judgment in that the quicker you just acknowledge that this is the, this is the perspective of God that you chose. Don't get triggered by God. By God, I mean the big ball of light is shining out like a disco ball, a million different directions. And this is the direction that you chose to shoot out and you can choose a different direction. It's that easy. You can just decide that there's a different direction. Now I I feel that that's triggering for a few of you. So we're going to get more into that. Um, we are in a massive death process and that death process is painful and you can hold space for the fact that people are losing loved ones and money and, um, security and all of that. You can hold space for that and you can send love and you can balance those energies guilt shame obligation and judgment do not become virtues no matter how difficult things are out here so i think we got that all right step one take the hit now an example of taking the hit is is you get knocked asleep Every time something happens, you're about to have a 3D experience, you will probably go to sleep. Some examples of taking a hit in the 3D. Someone dies. You lose your job. You get in a car accident. You broke a dish. You get in a fight with your spouse. The news made you sad. You woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Whatever it is, you've essentially now started a timeline where you're having this quote-unquote negative experience. Okay, It's just experience. The quicker everyone can detach from this idea that good and bad, right and wrong, light and dark, negative and positive exist as two mutually exclusive things, you're going to have a lot more fun in this game. You can create a lot more quote unquote positive experiences for yourself when you release the fear of the negative experiences. So you take a hit. You're going to be asleep. The second this happens, most likely you're going to go to sleep. You can eventually train yourself to have kind of a different response. So um, anyone who knows me, who's ever seen me take like a financial hit because I spent so much time learning how to stay awake in money stuff, there's no fucking reaction out of me. So, and I take financial hits all the time, all the time. And I do not react. If I get a parking ticket, I just pay the parking ticket. I don't like nothing. I don't freak out. I don't get mad. I don't think about what I could done wrong. I don't cuss. It's got nothing, nothing, no fucking reaction. I just go limp, just pay the thing and move on. In uh two th- I'm sure I've already told the story a thousand times, but in 2018, I'd only been living in LA for like six months. Didn't really have anything off the ground financially. Someone walked into my apartment, took the while my children were in there, while I was in there, took my purse off the counter. My purse had my ID, all of my cash, all of my credit cards, everything really. And then it had the keys to my car as well. They went downstairs, they beeped my car and they left. So then they also had access to the place with the garage door opener. And yeah, they stole my car. I didn't have a job And I had split up for my husband. So I had like no proof of income, no way to get a new car. And um, I was so immediately calm. And there were a million opportunities to freak out. A million excuses to freak out. I would have been completely justified. Isn't that funny that we like feel we need justification to freak the fuck out? But I just know. I just already know. You take a hit like this, just uh, numb out. Like not numb out. And don't force yourself to have any type of feelings about anything. I don't even know why I'm going this far into this. Because this is like disregard all this shit I said about not reacting. There will come a day where after you've woken up a million times in a dream, you will learn how to like bypass a bunch of these um, in some areas of your life. But anyway, skip this part. Okay, you take the hit, you're going to be asleep. Step two, have the experience. Okay, have this experience however you naturally want to have this experience. Odds are, unless this is an area that you've already hacked... So an example of this is like the thing that I was just telling you about the money. That's cuz I spent like 7 years hacking money. So money, I know I just know how to st- how to stay awake. Now, let somebody imply they don't want me there or like let someone like love and intimacy, I'm immediately asleep. Okay? So this is a better this is a example of like money, I stay awake, love fall the fuck to sleep. So by step 2, you're probably asleep and and that's it. You're just asleep. And so you're not really following steps, but this is the natural progression of things. You're going to have the experience and you're going to have this experience until it gets stale. This is a point where some of you may be tempted to spiritually bypass. Also, if you have spiritual friends, they might be tempted to encourage you to spiritually bypass. You might be tempted to feel guilty or ashamed or judge yourself for not being spiritual in this moment and for having this experience without immediately being like everything happens for a reason and death is part of life and whatever. Do not spiritually bypass at this point. Have your experience. Have your experience however your experience wants to be had. Have your feelings. Throw your fit. Whatever. The thing I was just telling you about my reaction to money is because I've hacked. I've, I've woken up out of that dream 200,000 times. And that is a natural reaction to me. I don't have to force myself to stay awake. I just am awake because I've done it so many times. Do not try to force yourself to have the feelings other than your natural feelings. This is the thing that I keep trying to explain about selfishness or whatever, all of these things. Be what you are in your natural state. Do what you want to do. And you'll see how this eventually turns into you authentically being the thing you were pretending to be before. Okay. Step three: emote, feel your motherfucking feelings. Do not be ashamed of your feelings. If you are crying your eyes out, you are spiritual. If you are punching a hole in the wall, you are spiritual. As a matter of fact, I strongly recommend an angry outburst. I don't know why we think that angry outbursts are... I don't... Like, don't damage relationships. You know, go outside and get a punching bag or something. Don't fuck other people up. Would you ever just, like, thrown a fit... And then you just like have nothing left. You've like, you've just like, you know, it's like jerking off and then you come. That's what like throwing an angry fit is you just ejaculate that entire experience out. And then you feel like dumb, you know, you're just like, ugh. okay, well, that's out. You know, when you try to spiritually bypass your way out of your feelings or try to act spiritual or act like you have your shit together, this is a problem of mine has been in the past you just make it drag out longer. Just authentically have the fucking experience. This is the point of reality. You are here to have experiences. You are here to sometimes take a hit to, to lose things. You can eventually get behind the driver seat, get behind it, get in it, steering wheel, grab the fucking steering wheel and right cooler less difficult things for yourself but you first have to be able to wake up in these experiences and recognize that these experience like if you're playing a video game you're not just playing a video game where everything's fun all the time that's a fucking boring video game I I actually wrote down anger is coming here who's fucking all right step four you'll know that you're at step four because you're going to feel a little stuck you're going to feel a little stale. You're going to be wallowing a little bit. Now, this can be an hour into your experience. This can be two months into your experience. There is no time limit. You should take as long as you want to take in your experience. But as four is when you start to feel sorry for yourself, start to self-pity. And this is when it's time to wake the fuck up. Okay, This is when it's time to make the decision that you want to wake up out of this dream because you've gotten the experience and now you're just kind of sitting in a pile of your own shit. So, um, you have to decide when that is. It's being stuck is usually, is usually the feeling. It's a little bit of trap, a little bit, but it's self-pity. Woe is me. How come this stuff? Meh, meh, meh? And you might like be someone who immediately after you take a hit is like, why do these things always happen to me? We'll get into how to take some control over that. But number four is just realizing, okay, I'm in a dream. I got to get out. Now, listen, as soon as you start the pivot process, the dream is going to fight you to keep you in the dream, all right? So the rest of these steps are you wrestling your perception back from the dream, which is intoxicating. It is intoxicating to be the victim of your circumstances. It is intoxicating to have an enemy. It is intoxicating to be powerless in your life. But you're not. You are currently the avatar. Now it's time to step back up into the higher dimensions, put your consciousness back up in the sixth dimension, toggle back to that higher self and start to write something different. Step four is just the decision to wake up. Step five is the pivot. Five is always a pivot. This part I decided to call setting your alarm. All right. I think one, a mantra, a couple of mantras Uh, I never used mantra before, but, uh, I guess that's what it's called. But I have like a catchphrase that I use to snap myself out of it when I realize I'm asleep. Okay. Mine, you can pick whatever works for you. Mine is a little harsh, but it works. And that is reality doesn't suddenly become real just because I blank. That's it. And I'll sit there and say that to myself over and over again until I start to get shaken loose. Because when you're in it, you're like, this is real. Which, yes, for your avatar, it is real. However, you're not just an avatar. You are also a god creating the entirety. The entirety. It really sounds wrong when I say it like that. Your entire reality is created by your higher self. That's triggering to hear However, it is the most empowering thing I can tell you. If you can hold that piece of knowledge, you can change anything in your life. I'm going to um you don't always get to decide how it's changed, but you can change it. So, reality doesn't suddenly become real just because my husband left me. Reality doesn't suddenly become real just because my dad died. Sorry, these are harsh. But I'm trying to tell you how to get out of the nightmare. If you're not interested in getting out of the nightmare, you probably shouldn't be listening to this episode. Save it for later when you're at step four. Reality doesn't suddenly become real because I lost my job. Reality doesn't suddenly become real because I don't have any money. Reality suddenly doesn't become real because there's suffering out in the world. Reality doesn't suddenly become real because there's a pandemic. Reality doesn't suddenly become real because Donald Trump is president. Whatever it is that you need to do, you have to get up above the experience that you're having if you want to change it. What I'm trying to explain to you is how to change it. Whatever you want your mantra to be to wake you up in the dream, recognize that you were trying to wake up in the dream. Now, reality is going to wrestle you for the microphone from this point forward and there's going to be some some fighting, okay? Step six is this and that. This is a great way to get through the internal fucking struggle, which is... 3D is going to be like, I'm real. This is real. This is real. You really are homeless. You really are alone. You really are being betrayed. You really have enemies. And you can fight that. You can fight that with like, no, it's not real. But it doesn't, it takes a lot longer. So what I recommend is it's not this or that. It's this and that. So yes, your avatar is currently suffering. The world is currently falling apart. There is a pandemic. Donald Trump is president. Maybe your relationship is over. Maybe you did lose your job. Yes, those things are true. And yes, those things hurt. We are in a some sort of collapse right now. Yes. I'm not saying that you're not true, third dimension. But what's also true is that I am God. And I write the movie that I am existing in and what is happening today is the result of what I wrote yesterday and does not have anything to do with what I write for tomorrow. Expand, open your hand. Yes to everything. Let it all in there. Duality will fuck you up. We got to get the fuck out of duality. Okay. It's not this or that right or wrong. Expand. Everything's true. All of it is true. Seek to see where all things are true. No spiritual bypassing here either. Not force yourself to act 5D or 60 or have 5D or 6D feelings. You can simultaneously be crying in a bathtub and be wrestling your consciousness back up to the higher dimensions. But don't fake it. Don't have inauthentic feelings. Don't try to make yourself smile when you don't feel like smiling. It's not how you get the power. Be whatever you're being in this moment. All right. Steps seven through nine are going to happen in all different order. Kind of depends on the circumstances. So I'm just going to throw some things out there for you. Number one, a trick is picking your lesson. So I've I've told this story before about me cycling until I was stale on this twin flame thing and was like, what am I going to stop thinking about it? And the aliens were like, pick a lesson, man. Pick a different lesson. What the fuck is this twin flame narrative? It's like, oh, they'll come back one day. What an awful... One day they'll realize they love me. All right, well, there's one way to stay on the hook forever, okay? Pick a different lesson. And I was like, well, that's the lesson. It's like, no, these lessons are all... Fa- I mean, they're all just a perspective. It's all just a piece of a mirror from a... Uh, disco ball what do you want to experience you want to experience something where you wait for someone to show up a few years down the line or do you want to just say like hey that person never loved me I love them more than they love me I learned a lot of lessons in their reflection boom you're done it's over pick a fucking lesson that relationship was for what it was for this this and this I learned it this is this person made me a better person I I was codependent I wasn't able to transmute the whatever pick the lesson Another big one is, did you want the thing? Did you want the thing that you lost? As honest as you can be with yourself right now, the better. Okay, because the quicker you get to the point where you're like, oh, I do choose the things that happen in my life. Now, now, oh man, do we love to defend our right to be in pain? Oh my God, I felt it when I just said that. I've, uh, I've lost things that I didn't want that I was complaining about. And then I lost them and immediately forgot that I didn't want them. We do that because I enjoy being the victim. Sometimes I enjoy being the victim of my circumstance. I don't want to think about how I am actually writing my entire reality. If you don't like the idea that you're writing your entire reality, just on, you just don't have to listen to this pot. It's just not for you. This is, that's it. There's a million ways to look at the world. None of them are more valid valid than others, but that is the premise. It's the literal premise of this podcast is that we are the writers of our reality. If that doesn't resonate with you, just don't listen to the podcast. It's It's that simple. Sometimes it won't resonate because sometimes your avatar is really enjoying the experience of being the victim to its circumstances and you should just stay in that energy until you're done with that energy. But when you're ready to wake up in the dream and take the steering wheel back, this is where you're at, okay? Pick a different lesson. Acknowledge that sometimes you didn't want the thing you lost. I'd say nine times out of ten, you can figure out exactly where you're like, oh yeah, I didn't want that. Isaac. I've sat with so many friends who crying over their, like so many Crying over the boyfriend that left him, and I'm like, dude. Every time we've ever sat at this coffee shop, it's while you told me you were trying to figure out how to break up with him, and then he just broke up with you, and so you got what you wanted. And they're like, yeah, but I didn't realize how much I loved it. It's like, no, no, no. You just, you're just, you're just taking a hit, man. That's it. You get, you got what you wanted. You created this. You know, like you were able to macro your own. Freedom. A lot of people losing their jobs right now. It's like, yeah, man, it's scary. It's scary not to have security. But like, how many times did you say you wanted to get out of that job? And that's not like, ooh, you made this for yourself. That's like, hey, man, you created something new for yourself. If you were able to create this loss, trust me, you're able to create something new and awesome. And that's like collectively, that's like what's happening right now. This tower is happening because we've already started creating something new and we can't see the new thing yet, but we can fuck it up by obsessing over the thing we don't even want anymore. Now, here is something, be careful with wavering in this, phase with reality this is one thing i don't ever do okay i never ever ever decide that this is not how reality works i can be in it i can be not yet able to see my way out not see the light at the end of the tunnel be feeling the feelings but i never like doubt that i'm a god or doubt that i will figure it out I don't know how damaging that is, but it's a lot of walking backwards. Okay. So there are sometimes when you guys call me for readings or message me or whatever, or I see comments in the groups and, um, some, when things aren't going their way, you, you can tell that they're like, yeah, but it's different for me. It's different for me. I'm having a harder time than you. And that's just not how it works under from the premise of this podcast from the premise of creating reality that's not how it works if you're having a harder time than me it's because you are enjoying having a harder time with me and there's no value judgment in that okay sometimes I'm having a hard fucking time I spent the first three weeks of um quarantine in my own personal hell like all the things that i am the most afraid of in 2020 i experienced in 2008 during the crash my god my god was i just way the fuck down the rabbit hole in financial loss jesus christ but i liked it like if i'm being honest looking back if i got a if i got a fucking parking ticket in 2009 I would lose my mind. I would be crying because I already couldn't afford to pay my bills. Now what the fuck am I supposed to do? How come this stuff keeps happening to me? I just can't get ahead. Why is it so much easier for other people? How come that person has more money than me? All of it, man, all of it. I was in it. And now I can tell you, after having found my way out of it, that I was enjoying it. I was enjoying losing in that situation because it's experience and experience is valuable no matter what it is. And I love, 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 love to get lost in the maze and then find my way out of it. And there's nothing wrong with that. So when I am taking a hit or things are not working for me and I'm trying to wake up, watch out for things like yeah, but. Okay. Yeah, but is usually the voice of your lower dimensional self of your dream trying to lure you back in. Like reality doesn't suddenly become real. Yeah, but there are no external enemies. This is another one that will wake you up. If it's not working to wake you up, it's because you're not finished yet absorbing everything from the experience. Nobody is doing anything to you that you haven't projected outwards. If that doesn't resonate when you're in a good place, that doesn't resonate, this might not be the podcast for you, okay? This, once again, another hard-to-swallow pill that is will make you one of the most powerful people on the planet because you will be able to wake up out of your fucking nightmares and change the characters that people are playing for you. But you have to accept no one is doing anything to you that you didn't write for them including the government, including your ex-boyfriend, including your abusive mom. And yes, even the darker things. I have to get pretty macro to get into why uh, we were abused as kids and everything else. I think I can just skip that part. I'm not trying to talk you out, you know, through that right now. But yes, I'm always afraid of getting like into like the true power of hacking reality because it's like so easy to take a sound bite and make me sound like I'm saying awful shit but I'm trying I'm actually trying to help you here break out of nightmare things for you so now if someone in your life is treating you like shit that doesn't mean you have to leave them in your life treating you like shit you're more than welcome to take action to get away from them to set boundaries to kick them out of your life But you can also just go inside of yourself and be like, why is this person being a monster to me? What about this do I want? And then your avatar will be like, I would never write this. I don't want this. I don't like that. Yeah, because you're assuming that every time you have a negative emotion or negative feeling that you would never want that. But you're not thinking from the perspective of someone who's just trying to have experience without a value judgment on positive or negative. So someone's doing something you don't want them to do. They're treating you bad. They're ignoring you. They're you're, they're abandoning you. This doesn't mean you can like make people be something different than they are, but you can make them play a different character for you. But you have to be like, okay, so what wound is here that I need to heal or that I want to heal? Why do I want this? Especially if you've noticed that people keep playing the same character for you. Does every man in your life come on strong in the beginning and then go cold on you? Why is that? Does every friend you have stab you in the back? Does everyone betray you? Does everyone leave you hanging? That's not about them. And I don't mean that in a way that like you deserve it or something. I mean like there's something in you asking people to play that role. Do you ever notice that sometimes people play five different roles over the course of having them in your life? It's because they're Doing what you ask them to do from a higher dimensional perspective. We're all actors in each other's movies. They're actors in ours, and we're playing the role that they want us to play. You're not an exception to the rules of reality. If this is the game that you're choosing to play, if you're choosing to play the new game, if you want to stay in karma and have the shit written for you, go for it. This is a map on how to take control, how to get back in the writer's chair is the writer's chair a thing director's chair whatever the fuck writer's quarantine it's helpful to know your narrative when you're in a good place when you're in a good place think about this stuff so like i believe that i'm a higher dimensional uh um ambassador to earth i believe i was abandoned here during atlantis And I am here to sacred clown people out of this fucking reality by just figuring this shit out and then telling people how I figured it out and just being as real and honest and authentic as possible all the time, including letting everyone see me when I'm being a piece of shit and when I'm flailing. And uh, I believe that's what I'm here for. I believe that's the entire purpose of my life. I believe that is a sacred calling of mine. And so knowing that, that's a perspective, right? That's a way to look at my experiences. So when something's happening, I experience all my experiences from that. I recently got accused of justifying uh, something that other people didn't agree with, uh, with spiritual whatever. I've seen other people be accused of it recently too. Yeah, the whole premise of my life is hacking reality. So anything I'm experiencing, I am using it to hack reality. So... That's not justified. I mean, I guess it's just, it's the premise of my life. So when I'm in it, I'm like, Oh, 3d, whatever. But then I, I pull back on every area of my life and look at everything as what is the higher dimensional purpose of this? Like, why, why have I attracted this into my life? Why are things hard here? Why am I needing to experience this? Why do I feel like I've already conquered this, but I'm having to do it again? All of it. That's the premise. It's important for you to have a premise. If you're a healer, if you're a death doula, if you're a reader, if you're a whatever, I've talked to some people like readers who had some prejudices and it. it affected their readings because they had preconceived notions. So when they were doing a reading for someone who was having an affair or something, they like couldn't get, they couldn't put their judgment aside in order to give that person an accurate Like what they needed in that reading. So then they ended up attracting a life experience to them where they were involved in the thing they used to judge. And, you know, and they were able to, from a higher dimensional perspective, be like, oh, okay, that's why this is happening and uh, apply it there. Perhaps you were in the process of hacking abundance and you lost your job and you didn't want your job. And now this is where the higher dimensional perspective, the narrative comes in handy. And you're like, okay, well, it's because I'm a woods witch. I'm just using, because I think woods witch is so funny. I'm an ancient woods witch and I was supposed to be doing this business. And uh, I need to change this thing Um, in my life. So I'm going to apply that. That's it. It's just uh, knowing your narrative can help you get out of this other narrative. Both are valid, but it's like, okay, I, it's time for me to move forward into this thing that I was already wanting to move forward on. The tower fell and, uh, and rocked me a little bit, but now I'm ready to, um, I just realized I haven't heard from the woods, witch in a while and, um, uh, got distracted there. I'll have to see what she's doing. Um, Making art is another way to, to to get yourself out of this situation. I kind of picture this episode being more like, you know, this when my episodes are by myself and I'm like yelling into the microphone, but I'm quite chill. It's 420. I guess that's the right vibe, right? Uh, it's funny that 420 is the day that a lot of people are running out of weed in this pandemic. So make some art. Make some art about your experience. Make some art about your entry into um, your new reality, your new timeline. And then step 10 is pick a new movie. Spend some time thinking about the next thing you'd like to create and um, pay attention to that. Spend some time paying, paying attention to that. And be careful about what you pay attention to. So I'm not going to get too far into this. A lot of you I know are also fans of Tim Dillon and have probably heard the Whitney Webb episode. And I don't want to put too much time or energy into this. But um, at the end of that episode, they talk about some documents, some, some U.S. documents about basically turning America into a surveillance state like China. And every timeline is going to exist, man. And that's what the split is: is that you're going to pick, you're going to get to pick what timeline you're on. And just because everyone else wrote some shitty fucking thing for themselves, you're not going to have to participate in it. I can tell you, as someone who is like only participates in things she wants to participate in, it just it it literally does not matter if they get five G, if they put microchips in people, if they make you get a vaccine, whatever. If you've chosen. A different narrative for those things. They're just not going to restrict you. Okay. Um, But a surveillance state is what happens when people point their perception at a constant longing for security to be provided to them from outside of themselves. Okay. When you're constantly longing for the government, like projecting your unmet childhood needs on the government, wanting the government to meet your needs, wanting that. And I'm not saying that as like a government shouldn't fucking whatever. Uh, I'm into healthcare for all. I just don't, I think the government is, has too much power because we are constantly not wanting to take responsibility for ourselves. And I, I don't mean that from a Republican standpoint, because it ain't like they don't fucking run to the government to legislate people's bodies. Fucking what? But when you're like, I need to feel secure. I need to feel safe. How come you're not making me feel safe? How come you're not making me feel secure? That's a codependent attachment to anything outside of yourself is going to go bad for you. It all comes from within you. And there's just a confidence in someone who's completely awake. And has realized that all of this is, is an experience inside of you. You're projecting out. Your needs will be met. You'll be okay. You'll be safe. You'll be well. And you know that that's coming from within you. It doesn't matter what's happening out there. But that's not how most people experience reality. Most people experience reality. They take a hit. And they immediately look outside of them to their spouse, their parents, the government. And they're like, how come I feel like this? Why are you not making me feel better? And that's this codependent thing. That's why I keep trying to get people off this codependent. Stop looking for your validation outside of yourself. Stop looking for uh, your safety outside of yourself. Obviously, I'm not saying that I have um, perfected any of this. This is everything we've ever been taught. We're trying to unlearn right now. But when everyone collectively is looking to the government to provide them that feeling of safety and security and comfort, you manifest for yourself a surveillance state. You create that. You don't get to create exactly what things look like. So you have to be careful when you're projecting things out. It's almost never what you think it's going to look like. Um, I love that Toofty book because it's like you can write the premise of the movie, you don't get to write the script. So there's some things to think about. That is a rough draft of the new map. Um, If you want a personal reading, I think there's been some confusing, uh, some confusion between the readings on Patreon and personal readings. Personal readings or like... Yeah, you totally don't need to get a personal reading, but if you want a personal reading or there's some other options, you can go to my website, which is jessaread.com. And that is like, I call you and we do an hour or whatever, half hour, hour. On Patreon, there are general readings and they come out kind of whenever I feel the energy of uh, a reading, like it's time to do a reading. I tried to make it be once a week. I tried to do all these things and it just like has never worked. So I don't recommend signing up for that tier if you're the kind of person that's going to get freaked the fuck out about that because you're going to end up quitting that tier because I just put them out when it feels like we need one and it stresses me the fuck out. So honestly, don't sign up for that tier if that stuff uh, gets to you there's another there's a twenty dollar tier where we do live readings and then the five dollar tier you get bonus episodes at least two bonus episodes a month and then you get like previews. Okay, that's hilarious. Um Mark set up my podcast on like a real grown-up audio thing and um he made this amazing preset where um all I have to do is like turn it on. I can't fuck it up. I'm sure I'll find a way to fuck it up. But anyway, it already has a song preloaded in there and um <laughs> it just came it just came on. It must be right at an hour. Anyway, so some of you might not hear this. You may have turned it off already. But um yeah, so five dollar tier, you get bonus episodes, whatever. I mean honestly, who gives a fuck? Follow me at Jessareedcomedy Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. I announce a lot of stuff on Instagram that I think some of you never see because you don't follow me on social media. So Twitter, Instagram, there's a Facebook page, there's the Patreon is Jessareed.com. Sorry. No, that's it. That's my website. You can get to the Patreon from my website as well. Um, just yammering now to make sure that you notice that there is stuff being said at the end of the song. So I'm going to hurry up and edit this and get it out. Um, I feel like we're really turning a corner right now. And um, I hope this helps.